okay, you've heard me say this before, but I get to coach the best people running the most amazing organizations. It's like having a front row seat to the best thing in the whole world. Now, here's what happened. I was in a session the other day with a client who works out of West Virginia. Their programs and services have steadily grown over the last few years. They are serving more people, having greater reach, and have never, ever needed to grow more. All seems cool, right? Well, the challenge is that their funding has not grown at the same rate of their programmatic growth. And the funding that has grown has come in the form of state and federal contracts. So, okay, well, is that such a bad thing? Well, let's see here. The contracted funds are a substantial part of their revenue, but the timing of receiving them in this reimbursement uh, format causes huge cash flow issues every year and every month. So they really need to be carrying a larger reserve to balance out the cash flow, but they haven't really known how to do that. They also need every single penny of this contract. But the amount received never fully funds the true need of the programs within the community. So the problem is the contracts don't have any wiggle room in them to do more. But they want to do more. So sadly, they've just continued to try to find ways to do more on less. So what's really the problem here? The problem is they're exhausted. They've hit a wall. They can't do anymore in their current funding model. And their community needs their work to grow. And the organization wants to serve more. So what did we do? How did we solve this problem? Well, first we got comfortable with the uncomfortable. You see, slowly they've grown to nearly an $800,000 organization but they struggle to make payroll and they're short staffed and they have very little reserve in the bank. And, and seriously, if you guys knew these two fantastic uh, women that I've been working with and what their mission is, you would be in the front of the line to help. So one day I said to them, you know, you really actually have a $1 million need this year. Crickets. <laughs> that made them super uncomfortable. It felt scary. It felt big. It felt like such a stretch. But it was true. They really do have a need of $1 million. Look, getting comfortable with your true financial need is step one of this process. If you aren't comfortable, and I might also say owning the real number you need to be raising toward to grow it's going to be really hard to reach that number. So what did they do? First, they looked in the mirror and admitted that actually was the true need. And furthermore, they knew they were not owning that need. And that right there was actually keeping them from raising larger unrestricted funds. Second, we put a, we put a plan and budget on paper. Then we actually could create a true finding, financing plan to help them grow. Um, they could see the exact steps that they had to take each month on the income side of their budget to hit that number. They weren't guessing anymore. Lastly, I taught them how to find and then lead donors on a journey 
to their best gift every year. And honestly, when you have the right financing plan in place and can explain your need and have a few core solicitation tools in hand, that dreaded ask is easier. I really, I really do promise you. You know, the crazy thing is today I'm using this grassroots organization as an example, you know, under $1 million, but I have amazing, high-performing nonprofit leaders of large multi-million dollar organizations coming to me with the same problem. This methodology is true no matter the size of the organization, but it starts with you getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. <laughs>